guys, welcome back to Navigate Devotional. Here at Navigate, our hope and prayer is to help you engage with the Bible. It's through the Bible that God speaks. And today, as we have a conversation over this passage, we hope you're able to be refreshed, challenged and comforted by what God says. Hey everyone, welcome back to Navigate. Today we are into Topical Tuesday and we're going to look at the idea of contentment. As we do this, we're going to start with a few different passages uh, that we're going to read from the Bible that speak about contentment. The first one is from 1 Timothy 6, verse 6 and 7. It says this, But godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into the world and we take nothing out of it. The next passage is Philippians 4, 10 to 13. It says this, I rejoiced greatly in the Lord that at last you renewed your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. I'm not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret to being content in every and any situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all this through him who gives me strength. And finally, Proverbs 19, verse 23. The fear of the Lord leads to life. Then one rests content, untouched by trouble. Hey, everyone. It is Topical Tuesday. We love our Topical Tuesdays. Very exciting. Um, And I'm really excited, particularly, to talk about something that is, yeah, um, I'm sure touches all of our lives in different ways um, but we all have this in common of this challenge between contentment and discontentment and so ben can you just kick us off give us a window into this this tension in our life yeah of course um so up front before we get into i guess the topic and the the content of today's episode there is such a thing of legitimate discontentment so if we are discontent over our spiritual growth that's actually a good thing if we're discontent over evil that's a good thing. Um, what we're going to be talking about in this is not uh, a discontentment over things that we ought to be discontent about. You know, when you look yep. at the world and you see, you know, yeah, the horrible evil around the world, we shouldn't be content with that. Mm. However, uh, it's worth thinking through um, what it means to be content and discontent in the way that God calls us to. Because we saw, you know, very clearly in the Bible yeah. um, before that there's a few different moments where uh, God calls us to be content. So firstly, it's worth defining it. Um, I think contentment is kind of this state of peaceful happiness. It's kind of this idea of being satisfied mm-hmm. or sufficient to say that I have enough. And you see that with Paul. He's like, man, in whatever circumstances, whether well-fed or not, whether lots of money or no money, I have enough. So that's kind of contentment. So with that, it's he's saying contentment's far more to do with your heart than your circumstances. Is that what yeah, you're getting at? Yeah, yeah. Although we'll get into that. Cool. I won't spoil anything, but... Don't spoil cool. it, Ryan. <laughs> Discontentment. That's right. It's our, it's our heart. Yeah. It's to say, I have enough within our heart. It is helpful. It's not external. Mm. Paul can say it. In whatever circumstances, so it must be something to do with our heart. Yeah. And then discontentment, it's obviously the, the opposite of that, but it's something about w- when we look at our present circumstances or what's going on outside of us that we actually say inwardly that I'm unhappy or dissatisfied and I need more. And you notice that that sort of comes out of our heart as well. But we look to our situation and we go, I, I, I don't have enough. Yeah, I need right. something else in this. 
Now, as I talk about, you know, contentment and discontentment today, you know, I just want to upfront, you know, you said up before, this is something we all struggle with. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that, that I have and do struggle with discontentment. You know, if, as I reflect on where I am at the moment, you know, for 13 years, you know, particularly since I sort of became uh, a believer, you know, struggled with, I was discontent with being single. I was discontent in the relationship before marriage, discontent in marriage, discontent yeah. with work. You know, th these things have come up for me a lot that I've had to work through and wrestle with. And so I hope that this episode is actually more of a journey with me, not yeah. as the expert, but as someone walking with you yeah so yeah first like thanks for giving us a window into your your heart and life um it is really helpful um but like can you can you share us how um the bible particularly these passages you've read out for us have impacted and yeah. you know god has used them to to help you work through yeah the, the contentment and discontentment tension yeah awesome so the bible does call us to contentment so it is uh, an attitude um, that we are called to have as followers of Jesus. You see, you saw that in 1 Timothy 6, verse 6, um, where Paul is writing there and he says, godliness with contentment is great gain. We've got nothing. We can't take anything out of it. And then he goes on to speak about, particularly with, with money, this idea that, yeah, be content with what you've got. You're going to die with nothing. So be content with what you have. Yeah. Uh, Philippians, Paul speaks about his own experience of being content where he's learnt to be content. You know, whether he's been in need or he's had plenty, that he's uh, been content in any and every circumstances, knowing that God is the one who gets him through that. And then, yeah, the Proverbs one I thought was really interesting. The fear of the Lord leads to life. And then he said, you know, when we get this, the one rests content. Mm. It's just like that idea of resting content is really helpful. Um, but as we think about this, so this is the call for us to be yeah. content. There is a theological truth here of why we can be content. Yeah. And the, the two big things are, firstly, that God is good. So we have to understand that throughout the Bible, we see that God is good. Now, uh, we've been working through Romans, and there's just this one moment where we, we see this explicitly, where, yeah, God shows his love for us in that Christ died for us. And it's there we see God's goodness. Jesus died for us. And it's there we also see that we have everything that we need in Jesus. Mm -hmm. So God's goodness is given to us specifically in Jesus. But we have to deep down understand that God is good. Yeah. But the second truth that we, we need to understand, and, and Proverbs is sort of getting on this, the fear of the Lord idea, yeah. but it's that God is sovereign. Mm. So he's wise and he's in control over all things. So there is nothing big or small that happens outside of God's control. You know, and, and the moment... One of the things that I see this truth mm -hmm. that just reminds me of, of this so much is when Jesus is speaking in, in one of the Gospels and he points to the, the sparrows. Yeah. It's like, man, not even the tiniest bird dies without God knowing about it. It's just yeah. God is sovereign over everything. Yeah, yeah so, so as the Bible, we hear the Bible speak, as, as God speaks to us through the Bible, into this yeah experience of contentment, discontentment, God yeah can bring this this. Yeah, grace, this gift of contentment as we kind of see his goodness and his sovereignty and his control, loving control over our lives. Um, yeah, and he provides that sense of contentment in Jesus where we can go, oh, I'm okay. Yeah. I've got enough. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. That's so um, can you help us then see how that might then play out in the different um, yeah, moments or, or spheres of our life? Um, yeah. Yeah, we kind of talked about it can touch us in lots of areas. Um, yeah. Have you got any in mind that you're going to... 
yeah. you can flesh out for us? So recognizing the Bible calls us to contentment and recognizing it gives us reasons f- that we can be content. It's worth thinking about moments where we get discontent. Yeah. It's worth actually going, okay, so where in my life then is mm-hmm. this not true? And thought of a few that I think often have, you know, I've wrestled with, uh, that I've had, and perhaps as you're listening to this, maybe... You know, you can relate to this as well. So uh, a few different ways that we can be discontent. The first one is in relationships. You know, this is often one, um, yeah, that I have struggled with, but, you know, here lots of people struggling with as well. And this can be uh, with an intimate relationship or not. And so it might be come through the the lens of all the words, you know, I don't have the relationship I want. Mm. You know, either I'm not, there is no relationship that I have, uh, either I'm single and I don't want to be single or I'm in a relationship that's creating problems. Now, if you're dating, like it's it, that's a that's a good thing to realize, and mm. you're able to get out of that relationship. If you're married and you kind of are discontent with that, you know. And I'm again, I'm not talking about abuse here, yeah. but you know, the person I'm with doesn't do the dishes, <laughs> like that sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Then yeah. we can be discontent and go that the person I'm married yeah. with, I'm not okay with that. So relationships is a big one yeah. that we can be discontent with. Um, work. That's a big one as well, mm. you know, and, and just talk to anyone in their job. And I think, you know, yeah. we'll find stuff that we're discontent There's with. There's always something wrong. Always something wrong. So it could be my job isn't paying me enough. Mm. Uh, it could be my job isn't fulfilling me enough. Um, it could be the work that I'm doing wasn't the work that I signed up for. It's not the work that I want to be in. Uh, it could be my boss, you know, <laughs> I feel like, man, we all, if you've got a boss, you've yeah. got problems with your boss. Um, yeah. My boss, and I should, you know, shout out to Ross, you know, he was on the podcast, you know, not That's right. earlier this year, but, you know, this is a universal thing. Like, our, you know, my boss isn't making good decisions. Um, or, you know, if we are the boss, people below me, you know, mm. they're not pulling their weight. Could just be the colleagues around us, you know, they're killing me. Um, it, it could be ambition, right? I want to be further. I want a promotion. I want my own business. All of these sorts of things. It can be a discontentment that actually leads us in my heart where I'm not satisfied. Yeah. I don't have enough. So those first two, just to recap, we find discontentment in relationships, yeah. um, in our workplace, whatever role we may have. Yeah. Um, you got a couple more for us? Yeah. Just quick ones. Yeah. Possessions. Um, you know, we. I feel like this is, you know, uh, we're designed, possessions are designed to make us feel discontent. Yeah. My phone's not quick enough. Computer's too slow. Don't have enough clothes, don't have enough money, whatever. It can happen with our possessions. Yeah. Uh, it can also happen with our health. Um, you know, I'm not physically able enough. I'm not, you know, smart enough. I'm not skillful enough. I'm not strong enough. Mm. That's, you know, we're flying over this, but that is a big one yeah. that, you know, we often struggle yeah. with and uh, is worth thinking through. But just thought right now, you know, in this moment of the, the podcast, um, to actually just spend a moment with some music and think through what other temptations for you when you think about discontentment as you're listening to this now what are the areas in your life whether it's relationships work possessions health or something else where you are feeling discontent right now All right, so we're picking up um, what do we do with our contentment, discontentment, and we've seen that God speaks into that space yeah. Um, yeah, and it reminds us that, yeah, 
some truths about who he is, um, that he's in control, um, working out for our good, mm. um, very lovingly moving uh, into that space to deal with that, um, and particularly with his son Jesus, and that we can find contentment in him. Um, but yeah, can you talk us a little bit more about that? Yeah, um, yeah, God's God's solution to our discontentment. Yeah, well, firstly, as you said, remembering who God is, He's good and He's sovereign. But there's another really powerful thing to think about here, because I think when we think about our discontentment, our temptation is to change the situation. You know, if mm. I just get a relationship, if I just get a new job, if I just get more stuff, you know, if I can just get my health right, I will be content. Mm. But actually, Jesus says something radical. When he tells this story about a tree and its fruit. Now, you can Google it, find the the passage. There's a few different places where he speaks about this. But basically what he says is it's from someone's heart that your mouth speaks. And the idea is that everything that we feel and think and speak flows from the depths of our heart. So when we're discontent, it's actually revealing something about our heart. And so discontentment, it doesn't reveal something first about the situation. It reveals something first about the heart. It reveals something really big, actually. Mm. It reveals, firstly, that we don't trust God's sovereignty and wisdom and control, right? Which is super confronting there. To go yeah. be discontent in my work reveals that I'm not trusting that God sovereignly placed me here. Yeah. Man, that's, that's huge. And secondly, it reveals a lack of trusting in God's goodness. Mm. grasping like that everything I need is given in the gospel, but also God has lovingly, graciously, wonderfully placed me where he's got me. Yeah, wow. They're they're really helpful. So um, can you help us, uh, I guess, take that one step further and kind of into our hearts? Um, I I think you got some some really helpful questions to kind of help us reflect on this. Yeah, Um, we'll wrap it up with this, but just wanting to, before I get into the questions, just to highlight this, as we see this then, Mm. if everything that we do flows from our heart, then discontentment, to to reiterate, it's a heart issue. It's not a situational issue. And if you think it's a situational issue, what's going to happen in your life is you're going to move from one thing to the next and never deal with your heart and you'll be forever moving. Forever moving from uni degree to uni degree, from mm. job to job, from relationship to relationship. Yeah. And what this is getting at is actually getting at the heart. So we wanted to help with that. And there's five questions here that, that I've got that hopefully will help us to actually get at our heart's problems here when it comes to contentment and discontentment. So the first question is this. Do you know that in the depths of who you are that God is good? So deep down, do you know that God is good and that our circumstances, wherever we're in right now, don't change the reality of God's goodness, which is seen clearly at the cross? Question number one is, do you understand that God is good? Second question, do you understand that God is sovereign? That God is sovereign over big things, over the whole world and over the little things in our life. That God has placed you where you are right now. That God has got you in this moment as an opportunity to grow, to shape, and to teach you that you need to, de- to depend solely on Him and find your worth in Him. So do you know that God is sovereign? Number three, are you aware of the temptation of the devil? Discontentment is a vice. It's not what God calls us to. And the devil will do whatever he can to lead you to a place where you are living in discontentment. One of the biggest ways that he does that, I think, is by giving us the lure of being somewhere else, being in a new job, a new situation, a new relationship. And once that starts happening and we've got that lure, that's when we begin to actually be discontent with what, where God has got us. So are you aware? Number three, are you aware of the temptation of the devil? 
Number four, are you aware of the fruit that God wants to produce in you? The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And as I read that, one of the things that just stands out to me is patience. Patience isn't produced where we get everything we want given to us. It's produced when we're placed in situations that we don't have so that we can learn to rely on God and be patient with where we are. So are you aware that right now God wants to produce patience in you? And then number five, the last question, where do you need to repent? Where do you need to turn to God in areas of discontentment? Where do you find right now? What are the biggest things for you? Is it a relationship? Is it work? Is it possessions? Well, we have this beautiful opportunity in grace to turn to God now and to be transformed by him. Thanks for listening to this episode. We hope that you were able to hear God speak and this was encouraging for you. If you'd like any help with this or these questions, again, to reflect on them, uh, please listen to it again or reach out to us because we'd love to help you think through contentment and discontentment. Thanks for listening. See you next time. 